Well, congratulations to the Astros for making it three straight trips to the World Series and back-to-back World Series titles. Will they make it four? At this point, that seems like a valid question. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. If you don't believe me, check out my lower third. You can call me Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for the last decade or so, and this is my fifth season here at the Locked On Podcast Network. And today's episode is brought to you by, drumroll please, eBay Motors. It is a championship team. It's all about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available for U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A flawless read. Hey, follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter, as long as Twitter still exists. Does it still exist? I don't know. It's now X on my phone. Um, or also on Instagram, Lockdown MLB Pods. I'm your pal Sully. I still have the bird symbol there, so I'm sticking with the bird because the bird is the word. And I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. So um, I made a, I, I alluded in my little teaser quote there that uh, I'm crowning the Houston Astros uh, World Series champs again. Here's the deal. The Astros, in case you're wondering, sorry, a little mic thing there. In case you're wondering, the Astros have had a bunch of injuries this year, have had a bunch of people underperform this year, have had a lot of question marks this year. And here we sit on this episode, which is live streaming on the first day of August, and we'll, you'll probably watch on the second day of August. It's already the second day of August for a lot of the United States right now. As of this recording, the Houston Astros are a half a game out of first place. Half a game out of first place. And not only that, if they play just one game better than the Texas Rangers for the rest of the season, they will win the division, have have home field advantage in the division series, and not have to play the wild cards. All this stuff is going their way. So a lot of things have gone wrong. And with about roughly you know 60 games left to play, they are they're one day away from leapfrogging the Texas Rangers and making it back in. And with the American League being a, so much of a who's going to be a you know who's going to be the hot hand who's got the hot hand here who's got the hot hand there. Does anyone feel that a hot hand will be? I mean, the, the Astros are so capable of just going on a roll just going on a roll and if they're if you're playing a short series against a, a group of people who are the defending world series champs who still have a ton of talent 
And, you know, I mean, and they've kind of brushed aside all the cheating scandal stuff and everything. You know, if they win this year, there'll be three straight trips to the World Series without any controversy on those titles. These are Dusty's boys now. And by the way, if they get back to the World Series, you know, obviously I think Dusty Baker is already a Hall of Fame manager, but my God, if they get three straight trips. And it's, you know what, it's also showing something. All right. I'm not going to talk much about the Yankees because there's not much to say. They, they sat out the trade deadline. Um, but you keep hearing from a lot of Brian Cashman defenders and Yankee people that, well, you know, get in the playoffs and it's a crapshoot. Well, the Astros seem to be figuring out how not to have it be a crapshoot. Yeah, there was cheating going on in 2017 and probably 2019 as well. But when the dust settled, okay, COVID, you kind of shrug. But, you know, this looks like a team that could make it to three straight pennants. And what do they do the first day, the first day that they have Justin Verlander back? And boy, oh boy, I hope Astro fans didn't burn their Justin Verlander jerseys. Their first freaking day back. And they come in, they're facing the Cleveland Guardians, a team who is, you know, at least nominally a pennant contender, at least nominally a you know a, a team that has possible playoff dreams dance in their head. Framber Valdez, my pick to win the American League Cy Young Award, the person who I think should have won the World Series MVP last year, who's had an up and down years, had some success, some not so great success, is handed the ball and is given uh, you know is given basically all the runs he needs in the third inning. Um, when, uh, wait, who got, who got the, who got the, I forgot who got the big hit there. Um, it was Kyle Tucker. That's right. I knew it was, it was someone, uh, Tucker got a two run single, which was by the way, kudos to Cleveland's pitching. The guardians pitching was also pretty good. They held the Astros to two runs, but Valdez worked in and out inning after inning and went the distance complete game. No hits going to the ninth. Out, out, out. No hitter. No hitter. Framber Valdez saying, you're going to bring back Justin Verlander. You still have an ace. And here we go. Here we go. This is going to be the Scherzer-Verlander show. And Verlander is boosting Houston. Scherzer's boosting Texas. And I just think Houston's going to run with it. I just think they're absolutely going to run with it. The acquisition of Verlander shows they're in it to win it. And Framber Valdez is showing, hey, we've got the pieces. We're not a one-man team. And all they, again, once they leapfrog Texas, do you want to face this team in a short series? Do you want to face this team with uh, a, a, hoping to take, what, three out of five? Or four out of seven? You want to do that? There are wonderful teams out there in the American League, teams that can get hot as crazy. You know, look at, uh, you know, Baltimore today against a good Toronto team. Remember, Toronto's a team that has a winning record, has a lot of talent, and would be, uh, yeah, they're a playoff team as of right now. And, you know, they played a game at Rogers Center. I still want to call it Skydome. Um, and it was back and forth. It was three, three, 
and Baltimore goes 4-3, and then they blew the doors off the dump. And Santander hits a grand slam to put it away. The final score was 13-3. to So you're like, oh, well, it's a blowout. It was a very close game for most of the game. But Baltimore is absolutely red hot right now. But you know, there was a period where Boston was red hot. There was a period time where Tampa Bay couldn't be stopped. There was a period where Texas just looked like they could win at will. But baseball is a game when the dust settles and short series come around. Man, I just have tons of tons of trust. I not faith, trust in Houston. Faith is believing things despite no evidence. Trust is earned. And while you may not trust what they did in 17 and 19, you can't deny what they're doing now. I'm thinking about that scene. I've referenced this before, that scene in the great film, When We Are Kings, which is a documentary of Muhammad Ali and George Foreman's fight, you know, the rumble in the jungle. And George Foreman was working in the, uh, the, I guess, the gym or the sparring, practicing for the big fight. And Ali walks in and starts banging on a, one of the drums from one of the tribes there. Starts banging on the drums. Like, the champ is here. The champ is here. I'm thinking of that when I see this Astros team. Oh, by the way, uh, we have a winner in our trivia. Um, someone did. Someone sent it to me via Twitter, um, which still exists as of this moment. Uh, and I can't remember who it was because I got a bunch of tweets. Uh, but here it was. Oh, it was uh, um, my my dear friend at um, who Al, uh, dear friend uh, Sam at uh, RIP Baseball. Who is uh, Sam? Uh, has the Twitter handle RIP Baseball. I use that all the time when I do the in memoriam videos. Um, and the question, and Sam got it right. And the question was, who is the only person to check all of these things off their list? He elected the Baseball Hall of Fame, win multiple MVPs, be, win the Triple Crown, win a World Series MVP, and win Manager of the Year. A couple of people guessed Ted Williams. Williams was a Triple Crown winner. Williams was a multiple MVP. Williams did win Manager of the Year. But alas, he was never a World Series MVP, never won a World Series. That's the incorrect answer. The correct answer is, drumroll please, Sam got it, Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson did all of those. That's quite a career that he had. Now, we're going to break down a couple of things in the trade deadline and talk about how one team's inactivity is just kind of weird and also um, talk about one of the wildest endings to a game and the most 2023 ending of a game that we'll see. Hey, uh, I got to tell you who I feel badly for. I feel badly for anyone who didn't go to Sleeper and say, hey, I am putting my money and my bets on Framber Valdez to play well. and. You know, it's someone someone didn't take advantage. You're putting, you're putting your, your chips in on something like Fran Valdez or, um, you know, you saw uh, you know, basically anyone on Tampa Bay today 
was able to hit a home run at will, or maybe someone put their money and say, I think Brandon Crawford's going to do something terrific. It's all available right here if you use Sleeper. And I have the Sleeper app. Where is the Sleeper? They didn't change that to X, did they? No, it's right here. There it is. They've got my Sleeper app right here on my phone. If I want to go pick which players I want to put some money on and get some quick payback for, that's right there. Do it right there, right on the old phone ski. So let me just tell you something. Sleeper is the place if you want 100-time payouts. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like, select more or less on their stat category, like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right, and you can win big. So, dynamic payouts are live. What are dynamic payouts? In short, each player projected now has a multiplier attached to it as opposed to preset multipliers based on a number of legs in a contest. Confused? I'm not, because with dynamic payouts, also comes more stack categories to place contests on. You get higher payouts than other apps with fewer picks. Look it. Use promo code Locked On. You'll get a $100 match in your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. And it's currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper when. Check it out today. Okay, we're done sleepering. Um, nice to see some people are in the watching us as doing this as a live stream. I just want to get this out there. Um, let's just talk about some of the, uh, um, the, well, I want to talk about the, the, the horrible loss. Um, there was a, there was a game that was going on between the Mets and the Royals weird back and forth game. And again, this is, this game is only significant if you happen to have a time machine and went back to 2015 where these two faced off in the World Series. Um, and this was, I do not personally have a time machine. So this is a game that was between two, you know, also rans. The Mets are decided intelligently to rebuild. They may not want to use the word rebuild, but that's what they're doing. They're rebuilding, and that's smart. They're trying to put together a championship team. They don't have a championship team this year. So you take a look at the team, uh, the game going on today, um, and you had the uh, you know Pete Alonso got a big home run for the Mets. It was you know it was a back and forth game, and the Mets took a two three lead, uh, a two run lead. Sorry, in the tenth inning, uh, on a on a Francisco Alvarez home run. He seems to hit home runs all the time. In the bottom of the so the Mets took a six four lead. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. By the way. Bobby Wood Jr. has been coming up big, big, big for the Royals. The Their first-round pick from a few years ago is in the major leagues. He's getting big hit after big hit, and he's starting to look like he's the real thing. He wound up getting a double, made 6-5. MJ uh, Melendez, he got, a, he got a hit. That scored Bobby Wood Jr. It's a tie game. So you got the bases are loaded, and there's a pitch calm situation with uh, the Mets relief pitcher. I actually don't remember who the Mets relief pitcher was. I'm going to have to go to uh, my MLB app. But it was doing the whole, I can't hear you. I, I, you know, I, can't, I can't hear you. 
um, it was uh, Walker. Can't hear you. And there was a communication. The catcher tries to call a timeout. And I, I don't know if it's a situation that they already called the timeout or they weren't allowed to do another mound visit or whatever. We're trying to keep the pace of play going. They were called for a balk. So there you go. You can't have a better ending than that. A my thing malfunctioned in my ear, and oh well, that's the end of the ball game. Thank goodness the Royals and the Mets are both non-contenders right now. Because could you imagine if this we went towards the end of the year, and you're like, oh my gosh, a trip to the postseason could be on the line. Whether or not my little thing is working my earbuds. Here's a deal: you've got to come up with some sort of a signal. If you're the catcher of the pitcher, I can't use it. I can't use it. Then just go back to the fingers. Go back to fingers. You know, Yogi Berra didn't have pitch com. Josh Gibson didn't have pitch com. You know, Johnny Bench didn't have pitch com. You got to, at some point, you got to say, you know, abort mission back to the old fashioned way because it cost the Mets a game today. And look at, obviously, our nightmare is a great playoff game ending in a weird technology thing or in a box or something. Figure this out, okay? Mets Royals, this is not a World Series matchup. We are not back in 2015. We got to figure this out. If you can't use the pitch comm, then you got to be able to say, okay, back to fingers, back to fingers. Because I don't want to see more of this, shall we? We're not going to see any more of this. By the way, um, a couple of teams showed some guts today. Uh, going down some of the uh, some of, some of the games that were going on on the 1st of August. Uh, uh, Sandy Alcantara was pitching a fabulous game. And the Marlins had a one nothing lead uh, going into the ninth inning. And then the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, you know, came back. Castellanos got the go-ahead home run. They win the game 3-1. to one. The Phillies are clinging to their wild-card spot. The Marlins are, you know, they thought they were – getting a good spot for their wild card position. The National League wild card is going to be absolutely bananas. Um, the Rays, after clobbering the Yankees, they jumped up to a huge lead and held on. In in the in the first game, the Yankees just couldn't hit. And once again, Rays pile up a bunch of hits, you know, a bunch of home runs right away. Rosarena got a big home run. Diaz got a big home run. And the Yankees didn't score until a couple of garbage runs in the ninth. Uh, it got a little interesting, but Giancarlo struck out. Um, the Stanton trade has to be considered a bust, right? And so the Rays got their way. I already mentioned that the Orioles absolutely clocked the Blue Jays at home. Uh, the the Nats jumped up to a 3-1 to one lead against the Brewers, but then, uh, you know, the Brewers came back. You know, Bryce Duran got a big hit, and Peralta got the victory. So the Brewers are still hanging on. The uh, Braves got a win against the Angels. Uh, Strider pitched another fine game. Twins held on. Held on as the Cardinals rallied at the bottom of the ninth. But the Twins are now two games above 500 and remain in first place. It's funny. The Yankees really didn't go for it in the trade deadline. And... If they get the third pick or the third wild card spot, they would play the American League Central champion, 
which right now would be Minnesota. And the Yankees historically have had Minnesota's number in the postseason. I mean, it would almost that carrot in front of you should be enough for the Yankees to pursue a shot at a postseason spot. I digress. Uh, the Bears beat the Bengals twenty to nine. That did not help the Reds' uh, chances. They scored twenty. The Cubs scored twenty freaking runs. Watch the Cubs make the wild card there. Uh, the Rangers. Haney pitched well. They shut out the White Sox 2-0, so they held true as the Astros were getting a no-hit. We already know what happened to the Royals and the Mets. I don't know what's going on with the Padres as they're bringing in the oldest player in baseball, so they're obviously not rebuilding for the future. Uh, They scored a bunch of runs late and beat the Rocks. Um, The Red Sox were losing 1-0, and then they they got some home runs. Alex Verdugo got a big home run, and Reese McGuire got a big home run. Bellow didn't pitch great, but he pitched well enough to win. And the Red Sox are now a game and a half out of a playoff spot. And the the real gutsy game, I think, came in San Francisco. The Webb did not pitch particularly well for or was it wait, was Webb Webb was pitching tonight, right? Um the against Arizona. And he he just let up home. No, it was Cobb. I'm sorry. It wasn't Webb, it was Cobb. Someone with two Bs in their name. Forgive me. I got the two of them mixed up. But he let up three home runs. He let up a Marte home run. He let up a Gurriel Jr. home run, not to the old man. And uh, Thomas hit a home run, not the tank engine. And But they were all solo shots, which allowed the Giants to come back. And they chipped away, and eventually Crawford hit a home run to tie the game. Wade hit a home run to give the Giants the lead, and they could not use um, Doval, but Walker pitched great out of the bullpen, gave him six and two-thirds shutout innings. Manaya, with his mop of hair, uh, did not look great, but because they inserted Bailey in as a defensive replacement, he got the pickoff throw at first to end the game. So, you know, Manaya gets the save. Doval gets a day off. The Giants hold on to their wild card spot and, you know, and they also uh, keep pace with Los Angeles as they're only uh, two and a half games back out of first place. And that was a gutsy, gutsy win for the Giants. And we got some games coming up and we got the the Giants. Did, I think they, they play a day game, right? Um, no, they play another night game uh, against Arizona. Webb, Webb is pitching on uh, Wednesday and uh, uh, Ciccone who I believe is making his big league debut, Slade uh, Slade Ciccone. If I'm pronouncing his name incorrectly, forgive me. I've never said his name before just now. Gutsy wins. Gutsy wins from some teams on this day that they can no longer say, hey, we're going to get some reinforcements. No. This is the team you're stuck with. Let's just review some of the trades that took place. Obviously, Max Scherzer's trade uh, for Luis Angel Acuna is, I think, one of the most earth-shattering ones. That and the Verlander deal really made this a – we could have a Texas finale of this season. Um, I think this really – I think it's going to be good for baseball. Uh, It's also good for baseball that the Angels went for it by acquiring Lucas Giolito and Renato Lopez a few uh, days ago, even if it cost them a fine catcher, fine. You know, they're going to try to win over 
Shohei Otani. They lost again today, but you got to do your best. Uh, good on the Blue Jays for picking up Aaron Hicks. You know, it's funny. You, know, you hear some of these teams saying like, oh, there weren't a lot of players to pick up. Well, Hicks was a really good player, and he's a good reliever. And, you know, the Cardinals pick up some more young players. The Cardinals are just flushing their farm system with new young players. But good on the um, good on the Blue Jays for picking up Hicks from St. Louis. And uh, um, the Rays got Aaron Chivali. Ch- Ch- Is that how you pronounce his name? I'm, I'm always stumped. I've heard four or five different pronunciations of his name. Anyway, they got the, Ra- the Guardians wound up getting a solid first base prospect out of that move there. Uh, the Rangers pick up Jordan Montgomery. Again, from the Cardinals, more minor leaguers are going to the Cardinals. Lots. It's like a new draft for the Cardinals. Um, the Angels getting C.J. Cron and Randall Grichik will give them a little. They have some pitching depth, some hitting depth. They're going for it. They should have done this a lot earlier, but what are you going to do? Uh, Yimer Candelario to the Cubs is still strange to me. I really don't think of the Cubs as that strong of contenders, but what are you going to do? Um, the dealing of Jake Berger to um, Miami also allowed for um, a couple other moves to be made with the Marlins. Paul Seawald going to the D-backs helps Arizona's bullpen, although their bullpen didn't look great today. Um, I think those are some of the bigger moves. I mean, there are some other cosmetic moves. I mean, the Orioles picking up Jack Flaherty. I mean, that's fine. You know, nice, uh, you know, good, solid pickup for uh, uh, for the Orioles going down the stretch. I don't understand what the Padres are doing. You know, D-backs are making lots of little moves. They got Tommy Pham. Um, and, uh, um, you know, then there was uh, Josh Bell going to the Marlins was strange. Uh, and Garrett Cooper being traded from the Marlins to the Padres was even weirder. But what are you going to do? And Paul DeYoung um, going to the uh, Blue Jays to fill in for the injured. Uh, Bo Bichette was a was a solid move. We'll see what there's some like who knows who knows what AJ Pollock is going to do with the Giants, what Nicky Lopez is going to do with the Braves. We don't know what you know, and we don't know what Austin Hedges is going to do for Texas. Who knows? Some of the, one of those players at the end that I kind of just shrugged at will probably win the World Series MVP because that tends to be how it goes. So, Red Sox held basically they made one minor move. I'm fine with the Red Sox basically saying, yeah, we're not going to trade away Justin Turner, Alex Verdugo, or Paxton because uh, we, you know, they're only a game and a half out of a playoff spot, but they're also not going to trade away all their young players because this is a surprise year for them. So I, I'm fine with that. To me, it made sense. And uh, I'm more than fine with what the Mets are doing because it's, they're basically saying, okay, we're, we, have, we still have the money. So let's just flush our farm system, get a bunch of new young players, and, and give it a shot. Some of the teams, I, you know, i stunned the Dodgers didn't make a bigger splash. I'm surprised the Giants didn't make a bigger splash. Um, I think that some teams made volume of trades. Baltimore made a bunch of trades, and Toronto made a bunch of trades, and Arizona made a bunch of trades. Without the one blockbuster in the middle of any of them, I think all of them picked up depth. And either way, we're sitting here. Looking like it's going to be a pretty solid finale of the season. And even with that being said, I have a hard time seeing anyone but Houston standing at the end for the American League. Do you know why? The champ is here. The champ is here. 
Hey, um, here's a trivia question. Uh, good job getting the Frank Robinson answered. Now let's try to get this one. What, and this, by the way, when I was looking this one up, this one was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. What pitcher has the most career victories? I'm not the biggest fan of wins as a stat, but hey, has the most career victories for playing on only one National League franchise their whole career. In other words, Walter Johnson has the most victories for anyone playing for one team their entire career. He plays entire career with the uh, Washington Senators. He has 400-some-odd wins. Okay. Who's the equivalent in the National League? What player has the most victories who played their entire career, not even one game, their entire career with the same National League franchise? And I'll just open up a little bit here, their entire major league career. So if they played the minor leagues with another organization here or there, fine. But their entire major league career was with one National League franchise. Which pitcher has earned the most victories while spending their whole career with one National League franchise? Send me that to Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. Or subscribe to us here and leave a comment down below. Talking about the Astros acting like champions. Looking at the trade deadline. Making a little bit of sense of it. And throwing out the fact that some teams showed some real guts, this has been Locked On MLB live stream. Uh, we're doing it on the first day of August 2023. It's probably the second day when you're listening to it. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.